Subtle skills, big results. Welcome to the Ninja Selling Podcast. Welcome back to the Ninja Selling Podcast. Garrett and Matt are here again today, and we're excited to be with you. We just got back from a fun-filled vacation with all of our friends and fellow colleagues and uh, instructors and coaches, which we are guides all working together. and We love it, and we had a, a, just a tremendous time. So I'm a little amped up, had a lot of fun with everybody. It was good to see you in person again, Garrett. You know, somebody reminded me that it was just a little over a year ago that we first met in person. I was like, wait, it's only been a Oh, yeah, it only has been. (laughs) This might have been, was this four? This is the fourth time. Yeah, three times last year and then once this year so far. So Yeah, we're on a roll. But here we sit in August once this year. So that's not good. But we got more times this year coming up. We're going to hang out. We have... Two more times coming up. And um, if anybody wants to make that happen more frequently, if you have an event you want us to come join you at and, and be there for, let us know. We should calculate our relationship in person by hours. That would be something fascinating to document. Every time we walk away from each other, we're like, and add on plus eight. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I'm going to skip all the other stuff because you've heard it before. If you want to know more about where you can figure out about Ninja, Ninja Selling, Ninja Coaching, We'll talk a little bit about the end. I'll let Matt do it. Matt does great outros. We're going to jump into communication today, Matt. You ready to talk about some communication? I am. This is the connector. This is the thing, the glue that holds everything together, whether we're talking internal, external. We're going to focus on a lot of internal communication here today. But I see a lot of people just kind of, I don't know, outsource their communication, really, at some point, really. They're just like, oh, I'm just not putting the effort into it or something. You know, I think what happens is, is as you hire on people, support staff in your business, the idea is, is that I'm bringing them in so that I never have to deal with that role ever again, or I can let it, I can like let the reins down, I can free up mental space so I can go do more stuff, either spend more time with my family, you know, spend more time building the business. And that over there is just going to work for me. And what we see happen all the time, Matt, is that we let the reins go too far. We forget what the critical points of contact need to be. And then we're left with somebody who's doing a really damn good job, like a really good job. And then all of a sudden they're like, yeah, I'm going to go do something different. And it's like, whoa, like, wait, what happened? Or we find somebody that's doing a mediocre job or really a bad job because they don't have enough communication from you. And we get frustrated with them going like, oh, they're not doing the job that I want them to do. I'm always having to pick up after them. They're causing more problems than they are good. And the first thing I always ask is, how often are you talking with them? Well, I see them all the time. I see them around the office. We bump into each other. No, 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 no. (laughs) How often are you sitting down for a scheduled meeting and talking with them and figuring out where everybody stands? It's one of those simple, simple, simple little pieces, Matt, that we look at when we're watching people build their businesses that it gets neglected almost way too often. I don't even want to put a... It's just way too often it gets neglected. And then you stand around wondering how you got to where you are and why this isn't working. And maybe I should replace this assistant or, oh crap, I have to replace an assistant because they just blew out. And I'm not talking about just assistants. I'm using assistants because this is actually the world that I'm helping a lot of people in right now is building assistant type help in their business. And my number one thing is, I'm really happy that you're looking for an assistant. What is your plan once this assistant arrives? Because if you don't have a good plan of how you're going to work with them, 
and how you're going to communicate with them, there's no point in hiring one. You're just wasting your time on all this front end stuff. And that's why that's why we're here talking to you about it today, Matt. That's why this is a topic for today. And I see this as you know the, a lot of the things that come in from people is oh well we we talk via email or you know, we send some text or I have I have a system and a process set up for them which that's important. I don't want to you know just glaze over systems and processes. Those things do need to be in place if you're bringing people on to support you, whether it's with transaction coordination, marketing, or just a pure assistant or other agents that you're going to bring in onto your team. When you're bringing somebody under your umbrella, right? This We're not talking about outsourcing to a third-party company or anything where they have the process in place. When you bring somebody under your umbrella, you have to have those systems in place, but you this communication piece. You have to have a process and a system for how you're going to do your communication. And this ties into the episode we did recently about vision casting, because this is your opportunity every time and every point in communication to make sure that you are sharing your bigger vision to get these people excited to be working with you on your team. That's the number one reason why a lot of people I see leave, they lose assistance, is because that person just didn't they weren't fitting within the vision of that agent or they didn't understand the vision and they found a better job somewhere else. That's a really important piece. And that's another thing that I, I was not looking at up front is this shared vision. There's something that happens when you start to build that energy where we're all working towards something much larger rather than just being a job. Everybody knows who's ha- who has an assistant or has ever had anybody work underneath them whether they have somebody who has a shared vision or somebody that's showing up to just complete a job and to, to make sure this just one activity gets done and then they go, you know, punch out and go home. It's a very, very, very different energy that you'll get from somebody. So Matt, I'm really happy you brought that up. Well, so Garrett, where do we start, right? With communication with the people and that we're, I guess to put the umbrella, internal communication, where do we start with this? Like, do we have a, a schedule? Do we just have kind of something for ourselves to make sure that we're communicating? Where do we start? Well, so let's go back to like everybody that we've ever coached, Matt. And they can have the idea of like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know I'm supposed to write handwritten notes. Oh, yeah, I know. I've got to have lunches with people. Oh, yeah, real estate reviews. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to, I plan on doing more of those. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do more of those this upcoming month. And our number one question always to ask is like, where are you going to do this? So show me the times that you have set aside to make this happen. Interesting when you're working with somebody else is that it's not just you just throwing it on the calendar because this is a shared appointment with people. What you need to do is you bring somebody in. You need to very clearly say, this is the expectation of us working together. We are going to have this on our calendar because we are working together. We're here to make this work as a combined unit. So I think once a First and foremost, on the light side, once a week, you need to have a scheduled meeting where you sit down, either a starting off the week, which I like the best. I also have people to do like a recap of the week so that everybody's on board going into the weekend so that everybody can have hopefully have as much freedom as they want during the weekend. But you need to come together and basically have a working operations meeting of what is everything you're working on right now? What are all the tasks that you have at hand? Where are things that you're struggling on right now? But it needs to be a scheduled event. We can talk more about what happens in there, but I, it definitely needs to be scheduled, Matt. That's where I see it. How about yourself? I agree. I think at least one meeting a week, this does not have to be a long meeting either. In fact, the shorter, the better. And you focus on, 
I think every meeting should start with some element of gratitude and just kind of team building. We should actually probably do an episode on stuff like that. If you ever attend an installation, you'll notice like you go into an installation every single day. You start with talking to somebody about what you're grateful for and writing you know, your notes or writing your affirmations or whatever it is. You're really starting that day, that meeting on a good foot. So definitely have some type of good way to start the meeting that doesn't take very long. But then it's structured and you're in control of this meeting and saying, hey, here's the things that we need to take action on this week. And then ask the questions of your support people. Hey, where are we at on this project, this project, this project? And they should be prepared to talk to you about those things. So setting the expectations of what is this meeting about? What are we going to accomplish? And also, I would say, what is not going to happen? Part of internal communication, I think, is also making sure that we are avoiding the fluff that can happen, right? The well, there's this client that I'm just not having a good time with. It's like, okay, we can talk about that, but this meeting is operations. We need to make sure that we're on the same page and we're moving forward. So I agree at least once a week, a good solid meeting so that we all know where we're going. Cause that's gonna give you that's gonna give you the path forward for the week in terms of the actions, right? It's not necessarily building the relationship. It is, but it's the action. That's gonna make your business efficient. And I totally back you up. There has to be an agenda of what this meeting is going to be so it doesn't get off track. Anytime it's just like, okay, we're getting together our normal meeting. I mean, very easily you can go grab a cup of coffee together, sit down to have this meeting at your local coffee shop. And all of a sudden the entire hour turns into kids going off to college and are you guys prepared and how's that going and what's happening there and what's that look like? It can very easily turn into, Hey, I heard, remember last time we talked, your kitty was sick and like, how's he doing? And you know, is he taking the medicine and whatnot? Like very easily it can go down those routes and then you're like, all right, well there was our hour and okay, moving along. Like I got stuff I got to go work on now. It's like, well, great. We had a nice little one-on-one time together. You need to have a operational set up for how that meeting is going to take place. What are we here to accomplish? Like a goal for the meeting. I love gratitudes, as you said, Matt, a way to kind of start off, put everybody in or both of you, or maybe it might be more than one, but this is right up front, just one person. Start off with what you're grateful for, shared vision about where we're going and what we're trying to accomplish. And then you need to have a very clear breakdown, like current clients, tasks you have at hand right now, things that are under contract, what we're working on with that type of stuff, struggles that you might be having right now. You know, you might have all of a sudden your assistant says, I keep trying to get a hold of the stager and I can't get any calls back from them. Like I keep reaching out. I'm not getting any responses. Like what are our next steps here? Do we have a new staging company we want to use? Do you want to reach out and rip them a new end? Because they're not listening to me. Like, do you want me to go handle this right now? Because I'll, I'll take care of this. Exactly. I'll pick up the phone. This will be over with really quick. The assistant might be running into a certain place of like, they don't have the relationship with that vendor and they're, you know, contacting and contacting and contacting and they're not looking at that as that's Matt Benelli. You know, it it's it's actually Tom Bernard, but they're like, who the hell's Tom Bernard? Well, Tom Bernard works under Matt Benelli. Oh crap. Okay, yeah, well, let's figure that out. Let's make this work. Like you just may have to figure out some things to help this thing run faster and more efficient, where it very easily, and this is where communication breaks down. You could very easily look at your assistant and go like, why can't they just get the staging taken care of? What's going on? I just need them to do this. And poor Tom is going, please help me. Like, <laughs> I can't even get a call back. So like, you need to have that structure and that breakdown of how you're going to have that meeting with them. It will make everything. So the question I was going to ask you, Matt, is 
face to face, Zoom on the phone. Oh, face to face, absolutely. If possible, if for some reason you can't do that, then Zoom would be the second best. But meeting and sharing the energy with the people that you employ, I think is very important because it also shows them that you show up. As we've said before, leading by example is the only way to lead. And having that in-person meeting gives you the opportunity. And this is where also you got to make sure you show up for these meetings on time. You're not moving them around at the last minute because that's a whole different level of communication in itself, which that'll bring us down a whole different track. But nonverbal communication of importance of the time. Right. You can host this meeting at your home. If you have a really nice office in your house, like great, have your assistant come to your house. Where the meeting happens is not important. It is that it happens in person. You share energy together because you actually had mentioned this. You're saying gratitude and then shared vision. Start the meeting off with that. You want that physical energy connection when you're trying to cast out your vision to your person. Be like, great, awesome. We're going to have an amazing week this week. We're going to transform some lives and help people get from the life they have to the life they dream about. So let's talk about where our clients are at. That's going to feel a lot different. Like, Hopefully, all of you are listening to that like, oh, that feels kind of cool. Imagine if we're in the same room and we're having that conversation. That's going to feel a whole lot different. And that's important. You know, you can have a phone call with somebody and it's funny and we've all had it where like we have clients or people we're working with and we can talk to them on the phone and then all of a sudden you have time to get together with them face to face and you can literally watch them sitting back in their chair with their arms crossed and you're like, ooh, there's something else going on here. Like they're not happy about something. Something underlying is causing them some stress here. They're not sitting forward. They're not engaged with me like they usually are, like they have been in the past. And you can address that stuff, that face-to-face sharing an environment, sharing that energy is really powerful and it's necessary. And in this age of technology and things right now, sometimes we use technology to our own demise. We're all of a sudden, we're just like, oh, it's easy. You know, hey, you no, know, no, no, no. Don't take the trip in. Save your gas. You stay there. We'll just do it over Zoom. We'll make it easy. Run out of business here, guys. Let's get together face-to-face if you can. You'll notice uh, if, if any of you have gone the virtual assistant route, you'll notice that a lot of virtual assistant companies, most of them, at least all the ones I've encountered, require Zoom meetings. Like They meet on Zoom. They want you to see that they're there, that they are present, that they have a professional look to them when they could easily just be on the phone. You know, Oh, it's virtual, right? And I think that's where people start to go, oh, I'll take the call in my car. Oh, I'm in the line at Starbucks. Hold on one second. I got to grab my coffee. It's like, wait a minute. No, we're here to connect with each other so that we can have an efficient, effective meeting and go on and kick some ass for the week, really, right? And you got to boost that up. And so that's, I I prefer the in-person meeting if you can make it happen that way. But Garrett, our business is all virtual, right? So when we get the coaching team together, when you pull us all together every other week, it's all virtual, but we're on Zoom. And you can tell the ones that are got the video on, like we're more engaged than, I mean, granted, everybody's got things every now and then. We can't always be on video. I get that. But There's a difference. You notice it. There is a difference, especially with a team. As you grow a team, it's interesting where people can see each other's faces. They can watch the interaction with people. Zoom's an incredible tool. You know, like getting us all together, like we did this list last week, getting everybody together. That communication that everybody had in person is something we could never recreate over Zoom. there's There's absolutely no way to do it. So having that time periodically is really important if it can be done. 
So let's talk about like top levels of communication, Matt, real quick. And there's maybe another route that you want to go down here. But um, when I look at like business owners that I know that have really strong communication points with their people that lead them to really good results and a really solid team, like people that will like literally go into battle for the person they're working for. It always comes into really good shared vision, really good communication. What's kind of the upper level of communication that you've seen? Because I, I have a couple of people that stand out in my mind that I want to share, but what are your thoughts? Yeah, well, I'll start by saying the reason why most meetings get off track and the reason why a lot of people say, well, we try to keep our meetings on track, but we end up chatting with each other and catching up. That's because you're not communicating enough during the rest of the week, right? And so the first thing I look at is look to your Ninja 9. You should learn something new about the people who work for you directly for you. If you're running a large organization, we get into different tiers. But for the, those of you listening, you're talking about one, two people here. You should be learning something new about those people every single week. You need to be having a Ford conversation that's outside of your meetings, whether that's on the phone or you're in the office together. You just take you know, a couple of minutes and just say, hey, you know, how was your weekend? How's the kids? How's the spouse? You mean no business at all? Just talking just to talk with them? No business. What a waste of time, Matt. We're, we're running a business here, man. We got stuff we got to do, right? Yeah, it's kind of like it's a waste of time to talk to your clients about those things too. Oh, wait, that's how you get the best referrals. It's also how you get the best performance. Long-term results, not short-term. Not short-term gains. This is long-term gains, right? Yeah, long-term. If your people feel respected, if they feel seen, if they feel like you care about them, they're going to want to perform for you at a high level. They're also just going to have better energy overall, so they're going to be able to perform better. And you're also going to be able to identify maybe some challenges because a lot of times somebody's not performing at work because they got something going on behind the scenes. And this is that opportunity to learn those little things. So, you know, like, hey, maybe I just got to give, you know, I got to give Garrett just a few days here. He's going through a tough time. I'm going to let him know that I acknowledge that. We still got to get some work done, but, you know, hey, you got your things we're going to get through it together, right? That's what people want to hear. You give me time off? I hear you saying that. I like how slow you were about that. I appreciate that. I'll let you take Friday off. <laughs> so in terms of how that's communicated, Garrett, phone or face-to-face? -face? Like that's got to be a actual, you know, person-to-person -person conversation. I wouldn't leave that for texts or emails or kind of those little check-ins that we have with our team throughout the week. This is a separate interaction. Well, I'm really happy you brought up the separate interaction just for Ford because that leads into what I see from a lot of top producing agents or top producing business owners is that the people that they have that are their staff, typically about a two to three minute conversation daily that's going to happen. That's a quick shot in the arm can definitely happen over the phone. It can happen while you're driving. It can happen while you are doing on your way to other things, getting set up in your mornings just to turn the phone on, put it on speaker and be like, let's go. And it's not about, Hey, how's your morning doing? And like, what you got going on today? Like, you know, doing fun with your kids or like whatnot. It is nothing to do with that because we've got all that taken care of. If you're doing what you just talked about, Matt, and applying the Ninja nine and having every week, a really in-depth one-on-one, let's set business off to the side for a second. Hey, how's your mom doing? Like having that real in-depth conversation 
you can then have that two to three minute shot in the arm where the staff or employee is not getting off the phone going like, geez, like every single time I talk to them, it's just business. What have you done for me lately? Right? It's just like, what are you doing for me? It's always work. It's always just, you know, hammering on me. When you have those really great relationships and you be connected on these different levels, you can come in for two to three minutes and just go gangbusters about here's what we're trying to accomplish. Here's what we got going on today. I've got a busy day. What does your day look like? What do you got laid out? And you can jump off that phone at the very end going, you ready? One, two, three, break. Boom, we're off and we're going. You can do those meetings when you've padded everything else with built good, solid relationships and great, solid connections. And so, Matt, I'm happy you brought that up because the, the ones that I watch every day have a phone call with their staff very fast. So like two to three minutes or the leader of their staff, if they have like a, a group of people, they'll have one person that's like the team lead. And that's the person they go to. It might be their executive assistant that they have. It might be their operations manager that they have in that business. And they'll have that meeting with that person daily. And then that trickles down to, hey, I talked to Matt this morning. These are the things we've got going on today. These are things we need to be on top of. That's that operations manager's job then to sprinkle that down amongst the group because you're not going to have one-on-ones with every single person in your... Imagine if Elon Musk had a one-on-one with every single person in his organization every day, just two to three minutes. You get time for it. That leads to... There's a great book called The One Minute Manager. For those of you who are leading people, great book. Talks about those kind of, oh, I'm walking by your desk. Let's have a chat moments and how to how to make the best of those things, right? And basically saying like, you don't need to have weekly performance meetings one-on-one because you're doing it all the time with those types of conversations. So highly recommend that book. I'd also say, Garrett, you know, with this um, top-down structure, operationally is very important. And then the value of when you, if you have like an operations person who's trickling down here, here's what we're going to do this week. The value of when you call somebody who's not in your kind of direct line of communication business-wise, and you just get to like chat it up with them, that's huge value. Because you think about it, Garrett, who are the best people to refer business into your, into your own business? Well, I would say one we talk about is your current people you're working with, but also the people that are working for you are like, yeah, like imagine paying such good attention to the people they're working for. Oh, your mom's going through a tough time and all of a sudden flowers show up. Like we do that for our clients, do that for the people who work for you. Take outrageously good care for them. And they're going to be talking about how amazing it is to work for you, which is going to get somebody who's, man, if it's that good to work for Garrett, I wonder what it's like to have him work for me to help me sell my house. Like that's got to be exceptional, right? Those things matter. It all spills out. It all spills out all over the place. And Matt, just to kind of bring this back around, like we're all coming down to is, is that when you're bringing people in to help you, when you are building your business, what is left off the table almost every single time is communication. And whether it's a once a week meeting with them, whether if you want to kick it up to a every day quick shot in the arm meeting on top of a, of a meeting, whether you want to make sure that you're applying in, oh yeah, they need a handwritten note every once in a while. That's a really important thing I can do when I want to acknowledge them. Oh, I do need to take them out to lunch periodically, just one-on-ones to have that time. Maybe it's once a month we do a lunch with each individual person in that group. When's the last time you did a real estate review for your assistant? Maybe we should be doing that with them every single quarter. Yes. 
there's so many areas that you can bring value into those people and watch out for them and have care and concern for who they are. And it's the number one breakdown that we watch every single time at. And then they're like, crap, I'm having to replace an assistant again, or I'm firing assistant that it was never the assistant's fault why they're being fired right now. It was, it was the agent's lack or the employer's lack or ability of showing up for that person. And that's too bad. That For me, that's the hardest to watch is when you have good help and they just haven't given the time to them to make sure that they are building that business in the right direction, growing those relationships in the right direction. It's like, you are going to, how many times do you want to do this pattern? Because you'll watch it. I know I'm rambling here, Matt, but you'll watch it in certain employers. They constantly have a loop of people coming and going. They're either blowing people out on their own or the people are blowing out for them. And it's like, ah, now we're back into hiring again. And then it's like, boom, spinning them off. It's like, this is not a them problem. This is not, oh, it's so hard to hire people and they don't like, it's hard to find good, you know, good help to support us nowadays. Not their fault. I'll tell you that. No, it's not. And to pull that around for those who are, well, I don't, I don't want to hire somebody because I don't have work to do for them. or I don't know how I'm going to help them help me. Start by this communication plan. We're going to have a weekly meeting that we're going to just crush through some operational stuff. And then we're just going to talk to each other throughout the week and give that person the autonomy to ask you questions. And they're going to find stuff for them to do, right? You don't always have to be like, oh my goodness, I have to figure this all out on my own. That's the whole reason why you hire people. Then if you take care of them, they're going to help you figure out a whole lot. So communicate early in the week, <laughs> early in the month, and communicate often and make sure you know, you're executing your Ninja 9 with them forward questions and all that kind of stuff. I mean, I think that's really the key to internal communication is to communicate. <laughs> it's that last part. Just have the communication in place and make it happen versus don't, don't just rely on like, oh, well, we sent a few texts and some emails. Like you got to have real communication. Yep. I agree. Cool. Great topic, Garrett. I think, I mean, we can... We'll expand on that. There's other offshoots of that that we'll go into in different podcasts, I'm sure. But for those of you who are with us here, since we are pushed it to the end of the episode, just come join our group. You want to communicate with some awesome people, come into Facebook, facebook.com slash group slash The Ninja Selling Podcast. You'll communicate with some incredible ninjas. And uh, if you want to learn more about Ninja Selling, ninjaselling.com. So nice and simple today. And we, we appreciate everybody for joining us and listening to us. And... We look forward to speaking to you on the next one. Thanks, everybody. If you enjoyed today's episode and would like more, visit us at the ninjasellingpodcast.com. There you will also find links for more information about ninja selling and coaching. Have an incredible day.